The threat is growing from anti-transgender legislation that is being introduced and passed in various parts of the country. Many of these bills are targeting transgender youth and are attempting to limit their access to basic needed medical care. Beloved, the time is now to stand up and speak up in support of our transgender family and friends. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday so I call you up and you call me down? Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We are so glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here as always with... Susan Cottrell. Hi there. Hi. Welcome back. It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were talking to our listeners. No, well... Welcome back to me, too. Well, yeah, yeah. welcome back to you, too, and you, too, out there. It's, we're so glad yeah. again. Thanks for continuing to listen to us. We, uh, we ask you to... This is an episode we'd like to ask you to share. Share this episode uh, with someone you know who... Um, who you think uh, has a heart for this, maybe someone you know of influence. Uh, this is an important episode. Uh, and connect with us if you have any questions or anything. All of that is at freedhearts.org. I do want to talk for just a moment before we, we move on to this episode. Uh, as far as what's next, we've taken a couple um, weeks of a break here after our wonderful 100th episode with our daughter, Hannah. So what's next in the coming weeks? We have some really cool stuff. We're going to talk about free will. Ooh. We're going to talk about the devil. Uh. <laughs> Let's do sound effects for everyone. You ready? <laughs> We're going to talk about free will. Ooh. We're going to talk about the devil. Uh. We're, <laughs> We're going to talk about a parent's desire for a child to change. Mm. We're going to talk about how sick has toxic religion made us. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to talk about all those wonderful friends who just trying to save and change us. I had a symbol for that one. I didn't have a word, a sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just so, kidding. And that's why we don't do video. Just here. kidding. No, I know. Um, so those are coming up in, uh, in the next few weeks. But today, again, over the past couple of weeks, we have taken a break from the podcast as, as from new episodes of the podcast. And we have shared a few of our previous episodes specifically related to the transgender community, as well as a few new blog posts. Uh, if you don't read our blog, you can do that. Just you can, you can find all of that at freedhearts.org or on our social media, uh, especially Facebook. Um, we always have links and posts for them there. Yeah. So as we gear back up with our regular uh, weekly episodes here on the Freed Hearts podcast, we wanted to begin by discussing why, why we believe it is so, so important to support the transgender community. Yeah. And I have to say here that this is personal for us. Yeah. That we have a gender non-binary child. And their transgender uh, spouse. And it's personal for many of you, too. And let me say that just as a human community uh, that's related to each other, it really should be personal to all of us. Because this is really a human issue here. Right. If they can do this to one group of people, they can do this right. to any group of people. That's right. And then they've done it over history. Yeah. And we all, and we all have a transgender person we know that we that's in our lives or that we don't know yeah. is in our lives but yeah. transgender is everywhere and we need to be human to them so the time is right now to stand up and speak loudly and boldly 
Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And, and why right now? Why right now? Why is it so important now? Well, it's important because of the growing current threat of these anti-trans laws and proposals that are being introduced and passed in various parts of the country. They seem to be everywhere. Now, on the opposite side of that, I will say thank you to places like Minnesota and others who, who have made their states safe havens. Uh, but we have to watch for federal laws to counter that, so be on the lookout for that. But many of these bills are targeting transgender youth yes, and are attempting to limit their access to basic, needed, critical medical care. Right. Medical care. It's no longer between them and their doctor and their parents, as appropriate, but legislators now deciding medical care for our youth. Oh, geez. It's crazy. This legislation is attempting to limit access to medical care for transgender youth. We're talking about basic gender-affirming hormone therapy, which is a crucial component of many transgender individuals' health care. Critical. They're not them without their hormone therapy. And these bills are not based on medical evidence. Not at all. None. They're based on politics. And they could have severe consequences for the mental and physical health of transgender youth. Let me, let me, yeah, go ahead. Let me just say. You got your finger up. Hang on. Think about, think about any med that you are on or someone in your family is on and it's indispensable to their safety and their health and well-being. And now that has been taken from the doctor's purview and put in, put in the purview of legislators mm-hmm. you would be beside yourself at yep. the injustice yep. and that's what's happening here and i want to be clear about something here um every every medical organization and association opposes these laws every yes. single one yes these this laws, is not up for debate these laws are not based on medical evidence these the things you hear about oh you know the hormone therapy that's the, the the effects will be irreversible no what what the problem is is if you don't if your child and again listen i i know i'm preaching to choir so we want parents <laughs> to listen to their transgender children if your child is expressing these kind of things to you the very best thing you can do for their health physical and mental is to delay if you're not sure if they're working through it whatever it is delay the onslaught of the onslaught slot <laughs> onslaught onslaught of unwanted puberty that's ex- the wrong exactly gender. right because yes. if you wait till after that it's so much more difficult and so much more complicated yes and it cuz we're just talking about hormone blockers they just delay puberty they don't stop it they don't end it. They don't dis- right, like right, ruin yeah. their future. They're, they're just pausing it. And let me tell you that gymnasts, elite gymnasts, take hormone blockers to forestall their periods so that that can happen a little later after they're in these critical years of gymnastics yeah. that are only so long. So, yeah. And we're not medical experts either. No. But again, I stand with them. They they. All agree. Every association, right. every organization says these laws, these attempts to block this 
access yeah. to basic medical care is not the right move. Right. And it's essential to oppose these bills and advocate for the rights of transgender people, especially those who are most vulnerable. You know, the least of these. The least of these. <laughs> Sound familiar out there? That it's crucial to understand and stand up and speak out right now against the threat of these anti-transgender laws and to support the transgender community. This is a fight for their basic human rights and protections. And it is moving fast and furious in the states that are controlled by one particular party that is anti-transgender on this. And we don't know where that's going, if it's going into federal or not, but it's moving fast. So please get plugged in and get active. You can do that through organizations like HRC in your area, even PFLAG in your area. The local pride organizations will know how to get involved there wherever you are. So again, let's, let's talk a bit more as far as overall, why our overall support yeah. of the transgender community is so important. Yeah, I mean, transgender people have been marginalized and misunderstood for a very long time over history. And there are so many challenges to being transgender that are unique to their experiences. And supporting them is essential for their health and well-being, their physical and mental health and well-being, and also for society as a whole. Yeah. Or Who what, do we want to be as a society? Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, in a future episode, we, we talk about this a lot, about things that have, that in the past were so clearly intolerable. Right. Uh, the, the hate and these kind of things now have become not just normalized, but we're electing officials who stand on those things. So, yes. So, yeah, this is best for our society as a whole. I'm sorry, did you have something? I do. I, I want to say, I just feel moved right this moment to say, if you are transgender, we are not trying to scare you. We, we don't want you <laughs> to panic. And I think that is the goal of a lot. Of, well, we know the goal of this legislation is to make you disappear and erase you from the world. And so, so I'm telling you not to panic. But well, I think they're scared already. I, I yeah. know you're scared. But you're also not alone. Here you're too. not alone. And there are people fighting for you. This, this may sound a little bit different, so you can stop me if you want, Rob. But um, <laughs> there was, I remember a story, and I wish I had it more clearly in my head, but it's about Marilyn Monroe, and she was put for a, for a time. I really admire her, what she came through. So many ways she fought for her own life. But she was put in, an, in a mental um, institution for a time. And she, when she realized what had been done to her, I don't remember who did it, but she was like, oh my God, her, her biggest thing was, I have got to get out of here. And what she had to do, I mean, you get in those places and whatever you say, they say, oh, well, that's because you're mental. <laughs> you know, it's a catch-22. And she had to rally all of her, her mental and emotional well-being to be able to communicate what's happened and why it needs to change. And she, she was the only one who could advocate for herself from within that institution. Mm. And she, she successfully got herself out. But I, I say that to say I, I empathize with the terror that you feel that what is happening to us, but I want to encourage you that you're, 
You're not alone, even if you feel alone. There are many people fighting on your behalf against this kind of legislation Mm. and doing what we can and to be coalesced as a group is is really empowering. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Our our two our two trans kids, (laughs) kid and their spouse went to a a trans weekend this weekend uh, conference, and it was so empowering to them just to be around others they could relate to yeah. was so empowering. And a bit frustrating, one of them shared, is that there's a lot of talk about what has happened in the yeah. past, but for them, not enough talk about, well, where do we go from here? Right. And they have shared with us that, I mean, we've, we have known that they're afraid, they're scared, right. but we really didn't know to what extent that yes. was. And as they've shared about how they feel, about how their friends feel, um, uh, it's, it's bad out there. And I, so I know, again, I know I'm preaching to the choir a bit, but, but, if you, but it's time for me, it's time for you, Susan, it's time for you, listener out there, to, to step up here and speak up. Uh, yeah. loudly and boldly and and as we've shared ages ago you know sometimes we stand behind and you stand behind our transgender family and friends and the community in support we need to stand beside them in solidarity solidarity and we need to stand sometimes in front of them and take the arrows that are coming their way yeah so now's the time i mean yeah one of the most significant challenges facing the transgender community is discrimination and harassment yes they face disproportionately high levels of discrimination and violence. Yes. I mean, this, this amazed me, but according to a report by the National Center for Transgender Equality, nearly one in three transgender individuals experienced some form of discrimination in the yeah. past year, and one in 10, one in 10 were physically attacked. Gosh. That, that, hurts i mean (laughs) that stuns me yes you know yes horrifying it's horrifying and the impact just the impact if you're not attacked the threat that you could be at any moment is so stressful to physical and mental health yeah Uh, and this discrimination manifests itself in many ways i mean from being denied employment or housing to being the victim of hate crimes Mm. And the social stigma surrounding transgender people can also lead to a feeling of isolation and exclusion. By supporting the transgender community, we help work to address these injustices and heal the broken lives and hearts. Mm. That's our job. That's our job, everybody. Yeah. And, you know, transgender people are at a higher risk for mental health issues. We know that, not because they're transgender but because of how, what they have to navigate being transgender. And studies have shown that transgender people are much more likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Again, because of the world they live in, not because of who they are. And it, I mean, it is, it's due to the stigma and the discrimination that they face on a daily basis. daily basis, yeah. Micro aggressions and macroaggressions on a daily basis and then when somebody adds god to the mix it's like putting a a 
a lit bomb inside the person yeah. to bounce around and, and explode. Yeah. And the impact is, is immeasurable. So when we support our transgender friends and loved ones and work to reduce that stigma, we help improve their mental yeah. health. Yep. Now, this next area that we're going to talk about here hits really close to home as one of our family members also has faced huge challenges with the healthcare system. And it has caused so much stress and had a serious impact on their physical and their mental health. To watch them go through this, to even get involved to help in a way, it's yeah. maddening. It's maddening. And it's indefensible. The transgender community, they face significant barriers to healthcare. Many providers uh, are not adequately trained to provide care to trans patients, and insurance often doesn't cover the cost of basic gender-affirming treatments such as hormone therapy or gender confirmation surgery. The, again, this lack of access to health care can have serious, co- serious consequences like, duh, yeah. for, you know, including many, I mean, increased risks in many areas of, of their life. Yeah. Our vocal... Our vocal, our loud, vocal, and active <laughs> support of the transgender community can improve access to healthcare and ensure that these precious people have the care they need to just be healthy and happy. I mean, is that why is that even a discussion? This is a yeah. basic need. Yes, that should be a no-brainer. But for reasons that are absolute that have absolutely nothing to do with with medical care. Or, or physical or mental health or the medical community, it's being denied or it's has been denied and is increasingly trying to be more denied. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, another critical reason is that our support can create greater visibility and acceptance. It's really important. And especially since many of us are still part of or still have a voice in the anti-gay Christian church the parts that are anti-gay, anti-queer. Our voices as parents, as leaders and pastors can have a deep, broad influence. And transgender people are underrepresented in the media and public discourse. Is there still such a thing as public discourse? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Radicalization is what it is. Most people have no idea of the challenges yeah. that transgender people face, none. They, they, they haven't lived it. They don't know it. And it's fear instead of facts. Like, yep. remember the Houston transgender bathroom bill? It was just fear. It was just fear and no facts. They should have won that by a landslide. Um, but, you know, we can lead with love and compassion and acceptance and with truth to help raise the awareness and promote understanding mm. And inclusion—that's our job, you know. And all of this has, humans. and all of this has a side effect. I mean, you know, we benefit society as a whole. Transgender people bring unique perspectives and experiences to the table, which can be such a gift to us by creating a, a more inclusive and welcoming environment. We foster a more diverse and vibrant society. It's more colorful. It's more beautiful. It's more diverse. It's more vibrant. Finally, supporting our transgender friends and family. The entire transgender community is important because it's, you know, it's, good Lord, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> it's simply the right thing to do. I mean, come on. 
You know this. I know you know this. Your heart knows this. It's just the right thing to do. And everybody, everybody deserves to be treated with dignity and respect, regardless of their gender identity or expression. This is part of working to create a more inclusive and accepting society where we can be free to love and be loved as we are for who we are. And who doesn't want a more um, inclusive society? People who are already at the top of the the pecking order. They don't want it to be leveled out. But supporting the trans community is how we create a better world for all of us. And that support is more vital now than ever before. And the threats are real. They are real right now, and they're growing. I'm, I don't mean to be a downer like that, but it, but it's true. Well, yeah, and I understand the idea of not triggering me truth. downer, but yeah. but I think our transgender listeners will go. You know what? Hey, I'm already triggered already by this. the stuff I know yeah. all day. This is yeah. so so. Yeah, the threats are yeah. real. They're right now, and they're growing. Yeah, and it's time to speak up, to stand up, and speak up, and lo- be loud and be bold. Yeah. There have always been, and there will always be, transgender people. And they have always been, and will always be, beloved. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. We love you. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.